I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get a Podcast. I'm your host Zeke, and in this episode, I have my friend Ken to talk about random topics such as music, sports, and much more. You can follow his Instagram at Power of Ken to get a better idea who he is. And I'll give a content link for intro language in this episode. And hope you have a nice day. Enjoy the show. My first question I always ask is, what would your origin, what would your origin story be? Um, like, what is if I was a superman or just generally? Yeah, like, it could be general, it could be superhero. I mean, um, I think the origin story I have right now is uh, pretty good, you know. Just a mm-hmm. uh, uh, young guy in the Bronx, um, living as a first-generation kid, trying to, like, navigate and survive and um, make the most that I can of my success in, in corporate and, mm-hmm. Like seeking fulfillment in life, you know, like <laughs> it's like traveling around, and uh, hopefully, uh, I could, um, I could like um, give everyone a good perspective on how to view the world, like holistically. Mm-hmm. So, so would that be like a TV show, movie, book? I think a TV show, TV show, because no one's gonna read a book. Um, <laughs> I don't read, like to be honest, but um, I think like yeah, like a TV show on Netflix. That way you could binge it, and I think it would be worthwhile. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. from like your childhood to now, or um, yeah, the childhood, the childhood could be like in one episode, like just a mm-hmm. quick catch up because like it's gonna be full of the fillers of like just me on, like can I curse on this? Like, yeah, on some bullshit, like <laughs> doing, doing some like you know, like uh, shenanigans. But um, now I think uh, the 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 story is best told around the time of me navigating uh, high school to um just like surviving and, and brew because like you know how the school could yeah it's it's, it's troubling like it's mm-hmm. troublesome like you know like the school the school acts like more of a of um kind of like a chamber for which you can use it as a platform to kind of like grow yourself and like mm-hmm. get into like different events but it's not necessarily like the school itself provides you with those opportunities does that yeah. make sense like yeah yeah so like it's there but you have to do it yeah, for real, like, um, you know, like, I go to other schools, like, I don't really rep I'm from Baruch unless they ask. Yeah. It's more of, like, self-branding. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, my name's Kenneth, and, mm-hmm. you know, I've been, I'm in an X, Y, and Z, and I'm here because I'm interested in this, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's never just because of, like, oh, like, I go to Baruch, like, <laughs> yeah, not to knock Baruch at all. Yeah. Like, Baruch is definitely growing. Um, I think if, it's, if, if we could, like, better manage it, mm-hmm. like, starting with the elevators and just fix that, <laughs> I think it gets the ball rolling. <laughs> Some of the bare minimum. Elevators. Elevators, for real, for real. Every class I'm late. It's not because I wake up late. That's, yeah. that's a whole other issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, off camera, we were talking about how we both changed and made it like twice. Oh, for real, yeah. for real. I mean, twice twice is uh, lowballing it. <laughs> I changed mine. Like I, I, like I was telling earlier, um, yeah. I came into the school undecided, but mm-hmm. on paper, I was a marketing management major. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until like, I came across a few of my friends who were into finance and like Wall Street Club and all that. That was like, okay, I mean, what do I know? I'm like a kid from the Bronx. So I'm like, okay, if I wanted to ensure that I graduate with a good paying job, like, you know, and blend in with the white folks um, <laughs> to survive, um, I should get into finance. So switched to finance, realized that I'm not even good with numbers. And then somehow I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not good at numbers, but Amazon is growing and yeah. tech is something I'm just interested in. So I shifted gears to data analytics. Um, that was going well. It's, it was uh, even better because I get to sell like myself to companies mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, like data, data analytics is the future. Um, for the most part, though, when, at the time, I didn't even know what the whole data analytics was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just knew I had to do with data and like Amazon and that sold it. 
Um, and being Hispanic too, you know, because of the minority, like yeah. they need that, they need to fill their quota. Um, <laughs> and then uh, realizing that Baruch doesn't really uh, invest in like CIS, like the classes typically mm-hmm. are with people who um, either they're using technology that's like pretty old in the yeah. sense of like programs that are not even used now mm-hmm. to like having covered like topics that are like, it's, it's, it's good in principle, mm-hmm. but it's not concurrent to what's happening now. Yeah. So shifted gears to marketing analytics because uh, I spoke to one of my friends who was doing marketing and a lot of the things of like, you know, learning about building your brand mm-hmm. to like, how can you scale a product or a service, you know, to, to meet the demand of like many people around you was more interesting. Yeah. And, um, you know, you could definitely um, profit off of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, mix it with a lot of different things like, you know, like mathematics, you know, looking at the quantitative side of it to like the qualitative side. So now I'm uh, back to square one. <laughs> uh, Long winded tw- uh, twist, but yeah. Life has a way of, um, what do you call it, even itself out? Or like- yeah, for sure. You know, I think um, over time, you, you, I think even happens with you, you know, like yeah. in the beginning, like you may have wanted to do one thing because at the time it made sense. Yeah. But then because of the, the the sort of like the strong values you find, you, mm-hmm. you follow, it, it kind of like weaves itself like over time. Like, you know, they're like, I, I like to think of it like the three strong pillars of your mm-hmm. character. And over time, like, you know, you, you'll see yourself like changing and you kind of panic because you're like, oh, is this really what I want to do? Like, is this like, am I really Zeke? Like, because, you know, like one day I want to do like, uh, like coding, coding, pro, uh, coding games and programs yeah. and stuff. And then the next, now I'm like a people's person, <laughs> like. A people's hero so i think um but as long as you have your strong three yeah. pillars like your strong three values um i think you could retain your sanity through through the mm-hmm. madness and really uh prosper through it and make the most you yeah, definitely came in accounting because uh, the high school was like, i'm good at math either. yeah you were an accounting major yeah oh shoot i thought you were like cs straight no i was accounting what happened was we we're applying to colleges i didn't know what uh-huh. i wanted to do so i was like half of them were engineering half of them were accounting Oh, so yeah. then when I got to Brooke, I was like, okay, let me try accounting. Right? And Same then, thing with finance. Yeah, for real. And then my mom was like, my mom kept giving me hints. Because she did accounting when she went to college. But she kept giving me hints mm-hmm. that, college, that it wasn't going to be for me. Because she kept asking me, don't we want to do this? And then I was like, she's telling me not to. But she just, she didn't want to say it herself. Because mm-hmm. she didn't want to make it her decision. She didn't make it my decision. I see, I see. No, I mean, like, again, at the time, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, I mean, even coming into Baruch, like, everyone, everyone's either an accounting or a finance person. Yeah. And it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of whack. Like, everyone wears the same thing. Like, you could kind of tell, like, mm-hmm. once you really, like, spend, like, a week at Baruch, you could tell who's a finance guy and who isn't. Yeah. Based on, like, okay, what kind of bag they're carrying, like, with the duffel and, like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty whack. But, and, um. Then I got zero in um, economics and, uh, not zero, C minus in economics. And I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. No facts, like, bro, like, I I barely went through Zikrin. Looking back, I wish I was, like, an English major, to be honest. I was like, I should have the wise man. Right? Yeah, because the way they sold it, it was like, oh, you're not going to make anything of yourself if you're not in Zikrin, which is not the case at all. It is completely not, you know? Like, I think, um, even even then, like, ask someone, like, outside of Brooklyn, like, oh, yeah. what's Zikrin? They'll look at you, like, is that, like, the next, like, Ebola? Or, like, is that what happens after Corona or some shit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's boggling, you know? It's like we're in this bubble. Yeah. Yeah, so. And then getting zero in the midterm. And I was like, you know, for say yes, I was like, you know what? Yeah, need a couple a, panic attacks, anxiety attacks. Yeah, and... like, I need a new plan. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't is breaking out. Right. Talked to my professor. I was like, hey, I'm leaving your class. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. But it's your grade. <laughs> so it's. Because he gave us a, like another test to make it up. But it's mm-hmm. only 50 points. 
So even if I get a hundred on that, I still have a fifty in the midterm. So I'm just like, Sheesh. it's a lose lose situation. I'm just like, I'm not getting this anytime soon. Right, right. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, like the business classes here. I, I know, like. They're very, like, textbook-oriented. They're yeah. not, like, timely, you know? Like, there was this one class, though. You take it with... You ever taken out uh, Malka? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know how, like, he has you, like, reading, like, the Wall Street paper every day and he talks See, about I it? I do none of that. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I barely read, too, but, like, the way he brought it up, like, there was, like, a couple of classes where I sat there, you know, like, on the phone, whatever, and, like, he goes, like, oh, yeah, like, the Dow is down. Yeah. And then, like, you know, China this, China that, Trump with the tax reform, whatever. Oh, blah. Yeah. Well, I was taking it. It was after Greece had, um, what you call it? Oh, like the economy, like when yeah. Greece went bankrupt? Yeah, it was in Zimbabwe, we was having their problems when I was taking the class. Oh, but like he, he yeah. brings it up and he's like, oh yeah, like this is how it makes sense and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean. Granted, I also missed the first midterm because of the NABA conference. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you were in NABA at the time? Yeah. Sheesh. How do you like NABA? It was cool. It was like, um, the conference was a good experience for me, like, meet people mm-hmm. and, like, to get more confidence into, like, the, um, professionals, professional realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it was good for me, like, met good people, helped me out, like, resumes, anything like that. But I just wanted to not just be in one club in college. So that's why I just branched out and did my own thing. No, I know. You were, like, a jack of all trades. <laughs> I remember you like, yeah, like, no, but I, like, you were the first person I ever saw in NABA. <laughs> Cause when I heard that you were in a NABA, I was like, "Oh shoot, this guy, like this guy's probably being the next NABA president." <laughs> that was I, like, I remember I told you that every time I saw you, like NABA president, because like you would always be. Remember, like at most events and shit like that, I was like, "Wow!" I was even in Alpha at the time, but like now, nah, like NABA people are mad cool. Like, yeah, people like that. Um, they're so driven. Like it's, I think that's one of the perks of being at Baruch. Like you, 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 you surround yourself with a ton of people who are like autonomous. Like yeah. they just, you know, they have either they have like the professional hustle. I think mm-hmm. everyone just has their own type of grind. Yeah. You know, I think uh, that that's what really makes makes the school distinct, and why I I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here too. Yeah, so As a tutor. Like, right, right. It feels like my fifth year, but hey, but like, how's class? Class jokes. Jokes, right? <laughs> yeah, I I keep forgetting I have class. To me, to me, I treat classes like work. Like yeah. I have it right next to like my other job on the calendar. I even put school. I just put like <laughs> like deadline. Like <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, after that, but dressed out to the um, Latin American club, mm-hmm. Femco, and I was so CIS at the time. Have yeah. you ever, um, like, with all that, like, have you ever thought about, like, going to travel? Like, you uh, like? like, you know, going to, like, another country or something? Oh, like, yeah, definitely. I just mean, right now, it's just more, like, this money is, more like, the main issue. Right, like, right. Nothing right now is set for me. Everything just, like, it can just change in a second, and, like, it change on a dime, and I just need to, um, want to have something set. Right. What would be the first place you hit though if you were to like get out of the country? And just why it's like Tokyo, just for like anime. Oh, Japan. Yeah. Huh. That's what's up. Now Japan's really like popping, especially with, like all the neon lights. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've seen like Tokyo Drift. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like there's so, there's some specials on Netflix too, like where it's like held in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty like. Yeah. The only thing is that I'm mad tall, and then it's like the rise over there from the shoulder people, and it's like oh no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> look at you like um. <laughs> Tourists, huh? <laughs> yes. They're about to rob you of, like, like what, what do they have over there? Like, yen? Zen? Yeah. It's yen. I think it's yen. Key? Dragon Ball Z? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oy, but, um, now, like, yo, you know what's crazy about Tokyo, though? Mm-hmm. Like, like some of the things I get into on the side, right? Aside mm-hmm. from, like, school. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, I get it in my head a lot. And one of the things I really find fascinating over there is, like, uh, the Yakuza. Yeah. 
Bro, have you heard of that? Yeah, Yakuza. It's like the like the Japanese uh, mafia. Yeah, and then the Chinese have um, the triads. The triads? Yeah. They got their own mafia type of thing? Yeah. What, what do the triads do? It's like samurai style? Like No, the samurai is Japanese, Japan. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> you learn every day oh uh, yeah never try this yo it's so like, like so what was that about like what did you know about it um well they were featured in like rush hour like the, those movies but like they're like a, the chinese version of like their mafia mm. so they had the they had the chinese from there they have like the yakuza from japan then you have the mafia over here yeah they have the russian mafia Oh, word. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've been thinking about making my own Dominican mouth. <laughs> to be honest, like... We, we do not condone any illegal activity on this podcast. Yeah, I'm a scholar, right? Like, yo, when you make this video, brand it like the scholar, the... the Whatever, like, just make it sound nice because people are going to, like, look at this like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's me, like, we got him. Yeah, right? Like... I want to I appear as, like, innocent as I can. Like, every time I go to a club, like, that's the problem I get. They look at me like, oh, you're just a little kid. I'm like, yeah, but I don't move like a little kid, right? Like, <laughs> I move in silence. That's what happens. I move in silence until I get the Henny bottle. Like, <laughs> but, um, now, like, like stuff like that, like, Yakuza, it's gangster. Like, yeah. for me, I like I like just anything gangster. Like, I'm a big mafia and guy. they have tattoos is really important in their culture. Bro, their tattoos. Have you seen, like, what, what you know, what's it called again? Like, the, the one with, like... They, they use a specific technique yeah, to a do tool, it. the needle thing, like... Bro, yeah. yeah. It, it's like the old-fashioned. Like, that's... Yeah. They've been doing that for years now. Like, centuries. Yeah. Bro, like, I, honestly, like, I was, I was telling my girl, I was like, yo, if I was going to get a tattoo, it has to be, like, one of those things. Like, <laughs> like, like one, something with the dragon. Yeah. I love then, Dragon Ball Z. And then you had to fill it out over time. Yeah, bro, but, like, it, it makes it so real. Like, the art style is mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah, but they go ham with that. You see, like, the people... You know yeah. who the Yakuza are, like... They got the whole back with like a whole samurai just like ah like when paling something. Yeah. It's crazy. But uh nah Japan Japan's cool. Especially like um the first time I ever heard Japan, like anything Japan was like I heard this one song. It was like in my dubstep phase. It was uh Skrillex. Yeah. Uh what song what song was it? It was like Kyoto. Bro, that was a hit. Like that 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 was a hit. Um during the time of like uh it was like Black Ops uh Black Ops Two era. It definitely was Black Ops Hero. You know why? Because um, there was this one song. I know you know this because you play Call of Duty a lot. Yeah. It was um, it was in this this map. Maybe it was Black Ops Three actually, where like you had like the bus. It mm-hmm. was moving between places. That's you know what I'm talking that, about. That was two. That was two. Yes. The best map ever. The best map ever. <laughs> um, Most and then you do the Easter egg. Yeah. I think it's like you gotta hit like the eggs, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And then the song came out with like Skrillex and ASAP, bro. <laughs> That time, that time period was just insane. No, I think that was, what was that? No, one was... No, one was like the one with five. Like, that was like the Pentagon. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. two... It's the one with the bus. And then three had his own zombies, but it wasn't paying attention to zombies at that time. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you, you messed me up with the timeline. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> nah. War the War had zombies first, and then the one, and then two, then three, then four. Yes, because four four doesn't even have zombies. Four has a uh, that that thing like you jump off a plane. Oh yeah, the battle like, royale. Fire, straight fire. Like that's how honestly like like if I if, if there was any big bonding experience at Baruch, really any bonding experience you have at Baruch with anyone deals with stuff outside of Baruch. Like <laughs> if you want to really bond, like like for that, I bonded a lot of people through Seek, like Delwyn, Stephen. Yeah. Um, Stephen not so much actually, but like Delwyn, Darwin, uh, and a couple other folks. Who like we literally got together like at like 12, 12 a.m. and just started going crazy on that yeah. shit. 
Like, I'll be inviting, like, like anyone, really. Yeah. I, I wish I played 2K, though, honestly. Like, I'm not really much of a sports guy. I wish I was good at 2K. What you mean? You play that shit, like, 24-7. <laughs> I mean, I'm not good. Wow. <laughs> I thought I thought everyone who played it, like, 24-7 was, like... I only play online. I don't play on, like, my, my career and stuff like that. Oh, uh, like, so you, like, mix and match your teams, but you don't have, like, a character? Like Yeah. Oh, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, I can see. I can see the formula of why everyone plays it though. Like yeah. it's either the team or like your own character, and people just stat like stat the shit out of their character. <laughs> They're playing all put all the money to VC and everything. Right, bro. That's the biggest <laughs> finesse I've ever seen in like video games. Like, Two kills at work. They were yes. ahead of the microtransaction era, so even before Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite was just like they the the target for them was just little kids. Yeah, like like rich white little kids who who like have nothing else to do but play Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft was lit. Minecraft is lit. That was cool. But, uh, yeah, like, I mean, like, for me, like, you know, playing playing PS4, um, like, stuff like that, like, kind of helped me, like, build, like, strategy mm-hmm. that I, like, like, the way the way my brain works is, like, everything has to kind of, like, intertwine with, like, the next idea. So, like, yeah. whatever strategy I apply in, like, teamwork, whatever, I kind of apply that to, like, my coursework. Mm-hmm. And then, like, from that, I kind of sell it into, like, the interviews. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I strategize and, like, you know, I organized my team. I even, like, did some leadership work and, like, a lot of the projects I did for school. And then really when I'm talking about that, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about all the times I played Battle Royale. And I'm, like, telling that one, yo, my man, it's like, enough with the antics. Like, enough with you talking about these women. We need to get to work. We're, like, there's only, like, 20 people left. The circle's closing. Like, that's it. Like, We're close to winning, all right? Exactly. Yeah, this, this, you see, prioritization, right. leadership, teamwork, all of that stuff, you know? For me, video games were, like, just figuring out Figuring out the rules of the video game, uh-huh. like what I can do, and then adapting as I go. Because I've never read the I've never read the um, rule books when they had um, where they had them in there. Like, Bro, like that's where the books are meant. Then they don't, they don't have them anymore. No, they they, they don't, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it got to like it went from like a 20 page <laughs> instruction book to like a two page just a controller to like just like a piece of paper that says, "Oh, here's the website you could go to buy more microtransactions." Like. <laughs> And I just figure out, I was just like, figure out, okay, this is the controls? Cool. This is the rules of the world? Cool. Yeah. And then just figure out, and then be resilient. Yeah, it was just, you just throw yourself in there. That's my approach with things yeah. nowadays. Just throw yourself in there and then you figure it out. <laughs> I, I throw myself to the deep end. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to swim. <laughs> I want to have swim. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so w- w- what else do you want to pick my brain on? <laughs> I'm kind of out of it. So you talk about hip hop. So you well, I'm going to talk to the marketing real quick, but like, do that real quick. So, since you're in mar- new to marketing, do you see ads? And you see, like, you try to figure out what they're trying to do to people? Like, advertisements? Yeah. I mean, like, a- advertisement, from, from my understanding, is, like, it's pretty straightforward. You're trying to yeah. you're trying to sell something to a person, mm-hmm. whether it be, like, buying yeah. um, or just getting onto, like, a website, you know? Um, for me, what I've been noticing a lot was the 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 pursuance of of convenience mm-hmm. you know i think that's the next step when it comes to a lot of like just marketing in general even with advertisements so convenience plays out in the way of like at the bait at the the bare bones is like seeing an ad on the subway mm-hmm. like you don't have to walk like you know like you have like the posters and shit like on times square you're like walking by you see it but you don't really pay much mind to it mm-hmm. but like in a subway the advertisement's there and you're stuck in that car and like if you're not on your phone which most people are on the phone you're looking at the ads or you're looking yeah. out, but most likely you're gonna be looking at the ads and like kind of like picking your brain. Like the most intelligent advertising I've seen recently 
was the Casper ads. You've seen them. Yeah. Like the matches. And he had the, in the, on the subway and they have you solving the problem. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that honestly is like the future advertising. <coughs> Getting people like interacting with the advertising, yeah. really thinking about it and be like, oh shit, that was really clever. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, like filling out the blanks or like seeing like the patterns of like little characters. You're like, oh, death, bed, son, relax. Oh, to to die and relax some shit. Yeah. But like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just like it gets you thinking and I think yeah. um I think it's clever and I think uh people should really follow follow along with that and like um have people really interact. Cause like for me too, like um this is gonna be mad funny. I, I don't do this, don't condone this, but like you ever seen like you're watching anime and there's like a there's like an ad that pops up of like hentai for them to like go on the website <laughs> and it's like a it's like kind of like an interactive mini game with the girl that got to like fill out the puzzle to see her nude. Yeah, I think that was ahead of its time, but <laughs> that was like years ago. But I think Casper kind of like adopted that same yeah. type of principle and started doing that. But like, yeah, I think um, I think that's that's where it's leading to. And then overall marketing, um, the idea of convenience. So like for me, you see this trend. I'm a big trends guy. Like I love like trying to identify patterns. That's a big word, identify. Um, <laughs> um, essentially, you see how a lot of these businesses like Uber, mm-hmm. right? They pretty much eliminated the idea of you having to go outside and hail a cab, then to progress to you calling to get a cab, to now literally, without even interacting with anyone, ordering off your phone, right? Same thing with even even ordering delivery. You don't have to like have like a drawer full of brochures. I mean, I live in a Hispanic Bronx household. <laughs> we literally, and to this day, I don't know why the hell we have this. We literally have a, uh, a, uh, a cabinet or like a drawer or whatever. You pull it out, it's like two lighters, uh, McDonald's bar- barbecue sauce <laughs> cup and then like a ton of like Chinese brochures <laughs> that like they just leave at our door and we keep it because like you know sometimes we want chinos you know we just you refer to it but like now it's like we have the convenience of like Seamless, Grubhub, Uber Eats to like order off our phones and then like you know the idea of like having to order um before you have to what like call the airlines to like make your ticket get your ticket I'll get the uh, broker it's not broker so it's like a travel agent, right? Travel agent. You don't need that shit anymore. You could do it off your phone with Skyscanner too. Now it's even easier instead of having to go to Travelocity and shit to go see all those ads. It's even easier to order stuff. So like, there's like this pattern of easy, like of ease, where like um, businesses are identifying that, and like that kind of intertwines with this like marketing selling idea of the experience, mm-hmm. where like you're trying to make everything as seamless as possible for a consumer to get from one end to the other. Um, and it's, it's becoming like repetitive, like in, in like, you know, in my marketing cases, mm-hmm. my marketing cases and studies where like teachers are kind of like, like running through these companies who are like saying, oh shit, you know, we've been doing this this whole time. Right. And we're used to it. It's not like we find it inconvenient. It's just, they find a way to make it faster, simpler, and much more attractive. And, um, those three pillars are like, what's going to lead to the success of like a ton of other companies that are on the rise. Yeah. So that's why I follow in marketing and like advertising. Yeah, the idea of like interactive ads and uh convenience. So I mean I, I can't wait to learn more like as soon as like I start working. Yeah. Um but yeah, tech. Tech is dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, so like more marketing. I did a marketing like advertising competition before and I was having like, we was having, he was having trouble with like figuring out ideas because we felt like everything was already done. Yeah, and that's that's like, that's honestly like um, 
it's kind of like the trap in, in business, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what kind of separates the entrepreneur from, like, the businessman. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they're, they, people think of him as synonymous, but the entrepreneur is the creative guy. The yeah. businessman is the transactional person, I think. Um, there was, like, this thing I saw, like, I think it was, like, Earn Your Leisure, where it was, <laughs> like, <leisure>. right? <laughs> it was, like, basically, like a, like, a picture of, like, Bezos running through, like, different things that he's done to fail. Mm-hmm. Not to fail, but, like, that he's failed. And so, like, he, he tried to come up with, like... Um, what was it? It was like selling mattresses at one point that failed. He had like a thing that was like, it was like Amazon ask. You can literally look it up. It was like a, it was like a mix between, um, how.com. Uh, is it WikiHow? WikiHow.com. Yeah. And, uh, Quora where you could like ask different, different people things. And like, they, they would like have like that as like a way to get ad money that failed. Um, but like just overall, like, you know, a ton of, many of businesses fail. Um, but I think that's just part of like, you know, the creative side of, of like just business. So I also wonder what happened, what would happen when we get like a maximum ease, like a hundred percent comfort in society. Comfort. What do you mean? Like, uh, like everything's all auto, like automated. Oh, the auto, the automated age. Yeah. Like I the think, Yeah. I mean, that's interesting though. That's really interesting. Or like Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Yeah. Like Cowboy Bebop. That was a it's kind of dystopia. Yeah, it's fire though. I think Cowboy Bebop is like a much more realistic thing because it's like little things like you know you're still gonna have your food carts. Yeah. You're probably gonna see like more vending machines outside. Like and right now, imagine seeing a vending machine outside now. You know, we'll think the first thing we'll think is like yo anyone could break it. But the thing is, is that you know with people buying cameras like cameras are getting cheap. Yeah. Which is great because now people are able to buy it and use it as security. You know you have Nest. You have, like, uh, Amazon's, uh, whatever the fuck they have. Is that Nest? No, Google's Nest. Nevertheless, cameras are getting cheap. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, people are going to be much more confident in being in front of a camera, you know? Like, mm-hmm. just like this. Or, like, just like, you know, you going by, like, your aunt's house and seeing a camera by the doorbell. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be, like, this the, the thing of the future. Um, but, like, more so with the autonomy thing, I think, I think it... It's doable. Mm-hmm. A lot of businesses are investing in it. Like I'm sure, like you heard, like Google with like their, I think it's like Wayfair or like something like that. Also have an assistant now. Google has an assistant that can make calls for you. Yeah, like it's speak to people. I'm just like, yeah, like I, I was talking to Stephen about that. Um, those was at one time where like we were like pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bopped, and like we were talking about how like my 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 thing, my worry to be honest, is that communication between people is going to be dead. Like this, what we have right now mm-hmm. is is definitely going to be a thing of the past because there's ways of us communicating even faster. Like the fact that like iMessage, right? Yeah. iMessage or WhatsApp, you could instantly text and respond and you could directly indicate like, you could literally, for me, like I talked to my girlfriend on WhatsApp, we could be talking about three different topics within the same time frame, And it's easy because we could just be like, oh, what do you think of like tomato sauce to what do you think about the economy to what's happening in politics? And easily, for me, I find it easy to talk to because I could just hit reply to this, reply to that, reply to this. And we could still follow along what we're trying to say, you know? So I think, like, autonomy, autonomous in terms of that, too, like, having Siri, like, respond to... Oh, thank God she didn't turn on. <laughs> having having that turn on and to, like, you know, reply to, like, Dylan or, like, you know, I think the idea of, like, the ease of communicating and the mm-hmm. speed of it it's going to revolutionize through the way we, we develop these applications. Um, and that, that goes, that goes, uh, 
that goes synonymous to to um the way we're approaching like cars with Tesla. Yeah. Like I could talk all day about Tesla. <laughs> like I love Tesla, and uh, yeah, like the the things that they're doing to like make sure that autonomous autonomous driving is safe, and like you know the fact that like eventually we could even jump in a cab. Like I mean, there was this one conference. Maybe you saw it. It was on my YouTube recommended. Probably yours too. Um, especially if you're into tech, where he brought up the idea that Tesla is gonna push out as many Model Threes as possible to make the next type of Uber, where you just have to request it on the request it on the Tesla app, and that Model Three will literally roll up to you with no driver, probably even no no wheel, just like a couple seats empty for you to just go in, sit sit in, and take you to a place. It'll be cheap because you're not paying anyone; you're just paying Tesla. You know, the most they're gonna do is just make sure that the the, the car is clean, that it's like refilled with ga- uh, gas, well, mm-hmm. electricity, battery, whatever, and just go from there. So the autonomy age, though, if we were to like ballpark it though, with all that, it's probably gonna be like in the twenty sixties, twenty seventy, like yeah, because that's that's uh that's another thing that's most fascinating. Like looking at like you know, you gotta be looking at different parts when it comes to tech. You gotta look at the the way that people are responding to it. Mm-hmm politics <coughs> regulation mm-hmm. and um market demand yeah yeah so just looking at all those three is gonna definitely be uh good indicators of like where we're going and how fast we're gonna approach to it with autonomy yeah then, i want to be a futurist <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to worry about the jobs or what, what people gonna do I right guess, i guess it's gonna be more like what what would people do because if nobody's working, then everybody is just chilling. And then, well, I mean, like, what, what do you what do you think of jobs, though? Let me let me let me pick your brain. Actually, next few question. I I read this in. Uh, if you're a fan of Freakonomics, you know where I'm going with this. Um, how many how many farmers you think? Like, give me a ratio of farmers to librarians in this in this country. Like, if for every librarian, right? Mm-hmm. Is there like are there are there, every, are there two librarians to farmers or are there two farmers to librarians? Two librarians to farmers. Right. You would think that, right? Because mm-hmm. we're in the city. You find a ton of librarians. Like, where the hell are you going to find a farm? <laughs> I've written Freakonomics. Maybe this is outdated, but, like, there are at least, for every one librarian, there are three farmers. Right? And part of that is because the fact that, like, we have a large, like large, dense population in the cities, like the five major cities. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of America, it's still to this day farmland. Yeah. Like that's why we still have like a bunch of like produce in our supermarkets that are packed out. And like with the rise of population going up, you know, like you would think that oh we're gonna run out of food. Hell no, bro. Like yeah, we have more than enough food. It's just that most of it goes to waste. Hell yeah, and then scale that to like you know other countries. Like this country is only like it boggles my mind every time I think about it. We only have like three hundred and forty million people in this country. Worldwide, we have seven billion. Almost eight. Yeah, and then you, then like the fact that it was like another Uber fact that like for every person, if you were to ride up the land with the with the exclusion of Antarctica, you could designate a person like two to three acres. Yeah. If you're to divide Steve it up, Harvey said that. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was talking about um. It was more like motivational. Talk about how like he like put like a vision boy. He went this stuff and that stuff, and then he like everybody get their own piece of land. Uh huh. And then he was like. People don't want their piece of land, so he who asked God for their pieces of land, so that he got more land. Right, like he, he, yeah, he was he was pretty much aligning to like yeah. what what uh, my thought was, and I think um to your point of to your question of um 
the jobs, like the worry about jobs. I think there's still going to be jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, like it's it's a lot. Like even though farming itself has gotten technologically advanced, like you could pretty much identify like the temperature of your crops and stuff. And, you know, there are things like, you know, making the crops, you mm-hmm. know, growing the harvesting it, transporting it, cleaning it, you know, and then like packaging it. And then like, you know, then like either you either can it right as like you know canned goods mm-hmm. or then you have to prepare it into a dish so there's like a ton of like ton of steps before it even gets to the consumer and i think it's going to take a long time before we can even like eliminate even half of that um because at the end of the day you're still going to need people to even then like with, te- with tech right you're still going to need programmers yeah to do that unless like we finesse the ai <laughs> system which would be fucking crazy that'd be like we went too far. Let's go. Let's step up. Let's take a step back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, but uh, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, Skynet. Like, hey, we don't need y'all no more, huh? Facts, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, even for us, like, I mean, that's something that we should worry. But I don't think that in our lifetime, even in our generation, that's like that. That shouldn't be as a big concern. I think our big concern should be, I uh, getting our pushing our techno- technologies. To the point where everyone has access to um, equal opportunities. Um, so eliminate poverty. Well, kind of. Well, poverty, I think... That's hard to eliminate. Poverty is a given, I think, in our market. Like, if you're going to have the ultra-rich, you're mm-hmm. going to have the yeah. shitty Capitalism part. has to have it. Have yeah. It. So, I think I think it's it's it kind of balances the scale in a way. Not mm-hmm. to say, like, we need poverty. Yeah. Or, like, we need it at the rate that we have it now. But, um... I think, I think I think tech, yeah, facts. Like you know, you know, um, you know what's been catching my eye recently? Blockchain. Yeah. Right. Like blockchain, from my understanding, is like an it's like a it's like an online ledger. Yeah. Where like everyone's able to see at the same time what the hell's going on, like of records of like different transactions, you know, where the money's going, and like for me, I think of like the future of the of the distribution of wealth so that way we could kind of eliminate a lot of like the poverty that we have in this country mm-hmm. is done by like making sure that um this is where I get into passionate about politics and stuff like that. It's 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 accomplished by making sure that we apply this blockchain system, which is like a basically clear way of looking at the way the government's running. Uh the government's like allocating our taxes mm-hmm. and making sure that yo, like if I'm voting for you, right? Because you know how politicians, right? Like, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to eliminate the debt at universal health care, uh, uh, universal basic income, all that shit, right? How can we make sure they're going to do that if we're not clear on how the money's managed? You know, even to this day, like, I don't even know how the hell my taxes are going. Like, bro, like, my parents pay a shit ton of taxes, and we live in the Bronx, and our roads are still fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, like, the advancement of technology, like, even though it sounds scary and, like, you know, worried about the jobs and shit, <coughs> the steps towards, you know, like, ultimate autonomy yeah. would help us, like, eliminate that poverty. And even along the way, like, bro, like, they're teaching, like, do you have a younger sibling? Yeah. How old? He's in Baruch right now, 18. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. He's in Baruch? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Nice. Is he in Seek? Yeah. What's his name? Lorenzo. Lorenzo? Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm sure, like, he's taking, like, coding classes even now, right? They they just, they just fixed it where you had to kind of learn Python. What's his major? Something English, something writing. Oh, let's uh, scrap that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, teaching kids, like, and, um, um, elementary, like, basic coding. Yeah, like, everything. C++, like, you know, the bare bones. Like, they're teaching my, my younger oh. brother, who's getting into high school. He's in the eighth grade. They're teaching him Python, like, basic, like, commands. 
you There's know. A, um, lady in the Bronx, she has like a nonprofit that teaches kids in middle school, high school, like coding, and they have the high school kids. Oh, it's like a like a free boot camp. Yeah, and then the high school kids they teach like the middle school kids, and then they help the high school kids get jobs afterwards. Oh, nice. No, seriously, you yeah. see that stuff like that. It's like steps towards future proofing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like future proofing in the sense of like, you know, people are worried about AI taking away our jobs. It is happening, you know? Yeah. Like, that's why, like, There's Andrew Yang. Certain jobs, I mean, it's hard for people to, like, he said it's hard for people to switch. Right. Because of that learning curve. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, it's bound to happen, you <laughs> it know? It took us out. Shit. Like, <laughs> I think, like, eventually, like, you know, like us, like, we'll get to a point where it's like, yeah, like, you'll see it happening a lot. But we'll be okay with it because we'll have the skill sets that's needed to come up with a different way of making income. Yeah. We're yeah. both creative. Now we're in the, you're in the marketing, so you always going to need it. We're both into marketing technically, so oh, marketing always going to be there. Yeah, like, dude, like, this, this is marketing. Like, <laughs> like you know, it's, it's creative and, like, you're, you're building your brand. Like, it is. I think at the, at the end of the day, any, any business is marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to need a consumer. You're going to need a supplier and a... And a, and a Commander, someone. <laughs> someone who wants something. Yeah. You don't need to know how to market it, so we're good. Yeah, man. So, yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't freak out about AI as much. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like, I want, like, I like getting into spaces where like people are like so like ahead of ahead of like the curve because mm-hmm. of stuff like they do or like the stuff they follow. Like, um, for me, like I'm only I'm very surface level as yeah. as, as, as as although like many people might find me as like. Oh, like you're like this guy who's like really like geeky into this. I'm like hell no. Like to be honest, like I joke about it, but like honestly, I, I like to look at things like a morning brew. Like I like one sentence or two about a topic, and that's all I need. Yeah. Like if I want to click the link, I'll click the link. But ha- more ten times out of ten, I'm not clicking the link. Like I just don't. You gotta catch it. Like I can, yeah. I, I barely read. You know, so it's like stuff like through like this that I kind of learn. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what's been what's been uh, capturing your attention recently? Been capturing my attention is more of like just learning, um, different things about the podcast, that in general, just like getting my skill sets up, and then in terms of the world, I guess I was, you could say tech a little bit, just seeing like where everything's going, like um, mm-hmm. uh, let me see, definitely worry about automation. Not like I'm just trying to see who what's gonna happen. Right. always ask everybody will it be like Terminator or will it be like Justin so it's like we went too far or we went we found that perfect balance right yeah that's dope that's dope the podcast space is growing too yeah yeah like um I don't know if you know but like Spotify they invested like the numbers I'm bad with numbers but I think it was yeah. like over 200 mil into just podcasts yeah like, there's like a ton of like new podcasts like, like Joe Budden podcasts yeah have you seen that yeah bro that's just jokes <laughs> It's just completely jokes. And it's just like, honestly, just people talking like, the way they do is clever though because like they have a list of topics that they send out to each other but then like they just talk it through. Yeah. Yeah, but um, no, like I think, uh, yeah, like I think like the podcast space is is, is an exciting space and like it, honestly, it's it's very ballsy of you to even like have considered like doing something like this. It's, like, it's just a new video. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like now you could, now you have the option of actually looking at me while I'm talking my shit. You know what I mean? So. It also pays into the music, how, because podcasting music is pretty much the same thing. We get like a deal and you get assigned to like a, um, to like a service. What do you mean? Because um, there's certain people who get assigned to like 
Boston Sports and like Apple. Mm. And then there's another guy named Adrian Foster. He had a podcast called, he has a podcast called Now What? With Adrian Foster. And then he was on all the platform, but now he's just, um, exclusively on Luminar, another of um, a Pacific platform they had to pay for. So like, and then it's some of the music how people get deals, but then they, sometimes people sign their, their license, like their um, IPs away. Terms of how people sign like their masters away in mm. music. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So then it's just like, and then there's also some of the how people decide distribution deals with music, and you can sign distribution deals with um, the um, different platforms. Hey, what are your thoughts on like people selling their masters? That's a terrible idea. Wait, what do you think that? I'm curious. I, I kind of want to play devil's advocate <laughs> with this. Not because it's more of like, if the person has the buzz already, and they, the, the only people only invest in what they see they can make money on. Right. So if somebody else sees they're getting money, you mm-hmm. can make money. And then the, the music, um, what you call it? The music industry had a history of distilling music, like distilling from artists. That's how Prince changed his name to a symbol. Mm. And the artist performing all his prints. And then um, I was trying to, I didn't finish my research. I was trying to find the research, like, this, of, like, the music industry. Because I wanted to see when, the, like, the first record deal came. And how it became, like, so predatory. Okay. But, like, what if, um, like, for me, right, like, I think about, like, what if I'm a rising artist, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm, like, an upcoming Lil Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. Think of Lil Wayne, like, in the current times right now. I have like a, a thousand followers, but my, like my, my music is like, if you look at the analytics behind it, you'll see like it's been trending. Like I've been yeah. getting a, a, like 10 followers every day. Steady, steady growth. And a label comes up to me and says, yo, we want, we want to sign you. We want to build your brand and all that. It's just you're going to have to give your masters to us. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you like if you're in his position, like wouldn't you consider it? Because it's like you're, you're yeah. chilling your masters. But like what if it's like a big label like uh, like say like a Rockefeller, you yeah. know? Like, wouldn't then you be like, yo, like, I'm going to do it because, you know, it's been seeming like I've been growing, you know, and especially with a with a label like that. They'll be able to give me the production. They'll be able to put me in, like, those places that, like, will, you know, that, like, favor hip-hop and maybe even might mm-hmm. consider liking my music. Like, w- wouldn't you, like, say, like, that's that's a good option? Or? Well, if that is short-term goal, like... What if it's, like, a three, three-year three contract? Wait. I don't think masters are like that. Like, contracts are, like, that crazy. Is okay. it? Like, I don't, I don't know, I'm not too well versed, but I know like, like the issues, and then like with that, if they have control of the music, so if they don't want you to put it out, then they mm. get to shelve you. But isn't it good for them though? Like, isn't it good for you because like they kind of know the formula with it? But, you if, know what I mean? but if they, if you have a disagreement on how you want this, something to go, yeah, to go with them anyways. Yeah, mm. that's that that's like the issue with Little Uzi. Yeah, and then with um Lupe Fiasco. Oh, right. Yeah. Dude, that man has so much potential. Yeah. Dude, that's it. That man was sick. Sheesh. It's just that labels, they have their own agenda and their own thing they're doing. So then when you want to do something with your own thing, but they own your music, then you can't. You think you think artists like are going to be much more independent now, you think? Or they, yeah. Or you're going to sign deals with like Spotify? Because I know yeah. Drake signed a deal with... No, it wasn't Drake. Maybe. But I know Trance the Rapper signed a deal with Apple Music. Yeah. It's like you think like that's like the the trajectory of like where artists yeah. are going. So I was watching a Breakfast Club interview with Steve Stout, um, Steve Stout, and he's talking about how like the labels are starting to die. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna die completely. They're just gonna just change the strategy. Change the strategy. I see. Yeah, because they have a ton of like. Yeah. Because you know what it is like. I, to my understanding, like it's like they 
They're the ones with the agreements with like iHeartRadio. Yeah. You know, like what iHeartRadio is like with Live Nation, mm-hmm. like the venues, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's where like the cash flow is at because like a ton of artists now, like, I don't know if, did you watch the Super Bowl uh, halftime show? Yeah. Bro, you saw it, right? It was fire. <laughs> Yo, Shakira. Yo. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> but um, because of that, literally the projection for them to go on tour, like every every concert they do from here on to the next year, mm-hmm. J-Lo and Shakira, on average, are going to be making about $1.5 per stop throughout their tours. And their tours is like probably like, what, 18 shows? Could be worldwide also because they got Latin markets. Right, right. Oh, markets. oh, they're gonna kill it. They're gonna yeah. milk it. You know what I mean? So, point I'm trying to go with this is like, yeah, like, from like to my understanding, like people are really not gonna sign with labels. Or at the very end, the labels are either gonna be in a, in a different form. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like a new artist comes around and says, "I signed to YouTube Music," and yeah. he just released content exclusively to YouTube Music or Amazon Prime Music. Yeah. So that, that's why people just doing distribution deals. Just like help me get the music out there. Yeah, I'm controlling the music. And you open up the app, and it's like, like, what do you have? Spotify or Apple yeah. Music? Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Like when you're on Spotify, it pops out like, oh, this new artist just came yeah. out with their album. Like you want to stream it? And you're like, oh yeah. shit! She's like this is this is dope. I didn't know about this. Boom, streams right there. Yeah, that's interesting, man. That's really interesting. Yeah, I think um also like. Like, because I wanted to get into music at one point, like, mm-hmm. especially, like, the music management side um, with respect to, like, uh, live performances. And, like, the way that they're shifting live performances is is, is pretty dope. Like, I went to, like, the Tyler Creator concert mm-hmm. for Igor. It was, it was very minimal in terms of, like, what he did. But it was, like, he made it so, so captivating, like, from, like, the erratic dances and stuff like that. Yeah, like, before, like, what was the last concert you've been to, if, you, if you've been to one? Last concert, um, it was like the Knicks for it was Nas and Swiss Beats were performing. You saw Nas live? Yeah. Oh, that must have been dope. Yeah. But like the way he performs a bit was like, cause Nas is just bar for bar. Yeah. But he doesn't like move around too much. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like like that, like I think like artists are gonna be shifting to um, to more of like an active type of show, as yeah. opposed to like you know just like standing there and just like rap 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 rap. Yeah. Especially if you watch Bad Bunny. Like, I don't know if you, like, follow yeah. Bad Bunny like that. Oh, his his shows is crazy. He has dancers. He has, like, fire. <laughs> he has, like, visuals in the back. It's it's, it's stupid fire. Yeah, I'm just been trying to pay attention to, like, what's, like, the next big thing for, like... In music? Well, just general. It's like, what's the next thing on Catcher People? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. how you have TikTok right now. And trying to bring Vine back also. TikTok? Oh, they're trying to bring back Vine? Yeah, they, oh, I mean, hell no. They can't do that. Well, the app came back. The app with the same principles, like the same features, just found out. I forgot the name of it. But, yeah. Dude, how are they going to... Vine coming back now, it's kind of stupid because TikTok kind of captures, like, the same type of audience, dude, yeah. don't you think? I mean, TikTok is, like, targeted to, like, younger younger audience. Like, Vine is, like... If you're going to be on Vine, that's tough. That's tough. I can't see people getting back on Vine because TikTok is almost the same thing. Yeah. If not even better. Because it's like you mix the different like videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, TikTok. I mean, damn, damn. I got I to gotta run a case on Vine. That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't see Vine being successful now. I don't think Vine because they didn't listen to the new, um, the, the, to the top creators. And then the top creators just left. And it was like, we can do our own thing. Weren't, weren't they going to be bought out by Facebook at one point or something like that? They were, they were bought out by Twitter. Twitter bought them. 
Twitter bought up Vine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> Sheesh. I mean, man, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, like, if you were to make a Vine video, you would tweet it. Like, it'd be seamless. Like, how, like, you post something yeah. on Instagram, it goes into Facebook. But then Vine came and died, and they turned to their video or something like that. Twitter's somebody video. That's weird. I use Twitter a lot more now. I think it's like the older I get. Like the older you get, eventually you're gonna get on Twitter. Like this is gonna be like a big Twitter thing, to be honest. Watch, cause like Twitter's so. I find it super like their search, like their search uh, feature. It's just like looking up shit. It's super powerful. If you type in like two different things, it goes through everything. It's like Google, where it, like highlights like specific words, mm-hmm. and you find it. Like maybe Facebook does that. I might be clueless on this, but like for Twitter, it literally pops out to me. I'm like, oh shit, this is pretty dope. And like the hashtags. Like, I didn't realize, like, if you make a hashtag... Because before, like, growing up with, like, hashtag this, I'm like, what kind of stupid shit? Yeah. But, like, now it's like, well, like, this is the real deal. Like, this hashtag thing has so so much power. Yeah, it's pretty much just search. Yeah, yeah. And I, then people do... You also build your brand and everything like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start making hashtag, like, Power of Ken or something. Like, watch. I'm, I'm, I've been trying... I'm trying to, like, do this DJ thing. Mm-hmm. Like, build playlists and, like, like host, like, parties and stuff. I just haven't had the time. Yeah, but that's like something like I've been I've been trying to like consider like in the back of my mind like on the side. Yeah, just do it for fun. Just like, hey, like this, like you you want to add this like balls deep. Like I was telling you, like yeah, you had like the box and everything. You had like two, you have like three cameras. Or where's the other phone? You're right there, like bro. Show like no, but honestly, that's like a tip. Like honestly, like people should emulate that. Like if you want to do something, just go go hard, go hard or go home. Yeah, my mom was like, you gotta have you gotta have something new come up, and I'll be waiting. <laughs> as long as you can use the recorder I'll from 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 the accountant to the podcaster, because like with major like well, I wanted I wanted to be a teacher a firefighter when I was like elementary school. Oh, a teacher or a firefighter? Both. Oh, both. Yeah. Oh, you're a man of many things. <laughs> then I was like, people die in fires. Then I was like, my people friends die in schools now too. <laughs> <laughs> Tragedies. Yeah. But like, um, then I was like, I looked at my friends like they're annoying. Children are annoying. Like, yeah, children sure. are hard to deal with because, like, yeah, you can't be too hard on them. Right. Know, so, gotta have that, gotta play the, um, play that line to get the respect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially, it depends on, like, what grade, too. Like, and then teaching is hard because people learn, everybody in the class learn differently. But right. you don't have the tools to cater all the time to cater to each person. I mean, you gotta kind of go with the flow, you know, what you think? Like, it's not like it's impossible. It's just, yeah. you know, so certain people, it's like, you gotta catch... The goal for me, I think, with teaching is that you gotta have to just catch like the majority. Like, if you got the majority, then cool. For mm-hmm. the minority that don't get it, I mean, that's when you offer like office hours or like after after class, like you know, yeah, like extra teaching. But I mean, you're always gonna have loose ends when it comes to that type of thing. Damn, would be like a wrestler, a race car driver, would be like a chef. I'm gonna go to. Wait, you said race car driver? Yeah. The hell? How are you gonna do that? I don't know. I just had the idea. It was like. That was like middle school. It's yeah. like a white person thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, bro, like, I went to this, um, that, when I was in Cali this past summer, I went to this, like, NASCAR thing. Yeah. It was like, it's not the Grand Prix, so I was going to say some other shit. Um, but it was like some, like, tour, like, whatever. Yeah. Bro, it was just a bunch of white people. Like, I did not, I did not see, like, one person of color. Yeah. Wow. Even that, like, it's like, you got hype. Like, I get, I get the idea, like, you're racing cars and shit, but it's like, <laughs> I'm just saying there, like, okay. You know, so when it, I almost went, I was supposed to go to our high school, but then they, um, what you call it? The day before audition, I didn't go. You were gonna do art. Yeah. Holy shit. That's what like the marketing. What kind of art? Like just actual like painting? Like we, you were trying to be like what the. 
the, know, just, the next Picasso? No, nah, just more like abstract and stuff like that. And abstract? Yeah. What is abstract? That's more of like, it's like an umbrella term for like anything that's not um like realistic or like. Is it like a, it's like an artwork that like you have like different meanings in one yeah. language, huh? But then I didn't go to the audition the day before and I was like, bet. You think, you think, you think like half the artists that do some shit like that are like on acid? You think so? Probably. Realistic. Really? You think, you think, had you done acid before the auditions, you would have pulled, pulled through or? No. I probably would have. <laughs> then I was like, well, let me try my math skills. So then it just be like Picasso trying to figure out who I am. Mm, I see. Thanks. You were soul searching at a young age. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I am too but to be honest half the time I'm like I don't know I, I think I get I think I get myself like bopped out of my own mind like also I don't want to work and like hate it for the rest of my life because right. like, working is a part of like huge part of your life I mean it, yeah it is like it's like it's like what like Monday through Friday it's five days out of like the, the week that like you're, you're you're busy doing some shit that like you know it's gonna be it's gonna make He's gonna pay the bills, you know. Also, wanted to retire at age of thirty, but I don't know if that happened. Oh, you think you're a Zuckerberg? Yeah, I was like thirteen when I said that, so I had time. Not gonna lie, like I thought, I thought honestly, like up until the age of sixteen, that two hundred fifty thousand dollars was like the most money you'll ever make. You know what I mean? Like I thought that was like that was like a lot, a lot. Like, yeah. like I heard about millionaires, but I was like two hundred fifty thousand, like from a job. It's like wow, like that's. That must be like a lot. Until you live in New York. Which it is. Right. It is. Like, you know what I mean? But like, it's not the most. Like, there are jobs out there. Like, bro, that's what attracted me to a finance. Like, I heard about these MDs making like 550000 a year. Like, what? Bro, five fifty. My bat. My dad barely makes it by forty. Word. I'm just like, I can. But if you get like $3 million in the bank, you can live off the commission to the, um, the interest. I mean, yeah, that's three million in the bank. But it's like, you, dude, that's it. Like, come on. Like, for me, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, three, if I have three million in the bank, I'm th- I'm throwing that shit all on Tesla. Like, what, what day is it today? Tesla right now is at like a, at a high, like at nine hundred. I would throw all my money in Tesla right now and buy options. All right, like, that's that's like what my mentality is because money money got to keep growing and like the interest. Like, yeah, that's cool and all, but you, I want I want I want to arbitrage. I want to I want to make bang bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. uh yeah, I lost track of like the combo. <laughs> yeah, we, we went off since the first question. Yeah, <laughs> we started talking about traveling. Then we talked about anime. Then we talked about cultures. Then we talked about. Where do, you, where do you see yourself in ten years though? Ten years? How much? Twenty-two. Are you? Thirty-two. No shit. Thirty-two. Eight years. Eight years by before retirement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to figure this out. Like, ten yeah, years from now, retire. <laughs> retire, of course. I said it was younger. <laughs> Not because um, my math teacher, her friend. Sold like a rare baseball card, rare a rare baseball card, and we tried at age thirty eight. Oh really? Yeah. So I was like, bet. What was this? Because baseball cards now like that was in probably before. I was my my middle school math teacher, but like probably before then. Wow, this card must have been like some. <laughs> like the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like baseball cards, like for me, like I'm not like I I see the value when it comes to cards like that. Like, yeah. Like Yu-Gi-Oh, remember when Yu-Gi-Oh was oh, the yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. Bro, I used to, I used to, bro. I, that's why I learned about the stock market. But it wasn't like the stock. So market, I was trying to market. sell cards, but mom was like, "Nah, she didn't want to become a hustler." Bro, you go to Target, right, right <laughs> by the counter, like you just buy like those like like the deluxe packs. Yeah. You just start flipping them shits, like especially like See, the. I was trying to do that. Yeah, remember the three um 
there, there was a there was this one like big pyramid nigga. Yeah. Uh, Exodia, wait, is it Exodia? Yeah. Right. If you had all the pieces, that was an easy two hundred cash. Yeah. Easy. And then if you had like the three, the three legendary, uh, like the, just, the yellow Egyptian dragon. God card? Egyptian god cards. I think so. Yeah. Those are that. You felt you sell them for fifty bucks a pop, bro. I was caking in middle school, bro. Like, I was, bro, like, I lived, I, I literally <laughs> lived off my own income like, at a young age. <laughs> it was only until, like, the market started dying. Like, I was I was in it. Like, I, I had, like, I had, like the, the, the thing, the, what, do what? This. the do Yugi. This. Bro, that shit was fire, bro. I used to be outside with my friends. Just, bah, like, trap card. I, I got you, nigga. Like, bro. Nah, like, you used to, you used to make bread off of that. But, yeah, like, I, I can see, like, why the, the guy sold it for, like, a lot. I'm 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 not sure who 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 bought it, but yeah, whoever bought it must have been the dickhead. So you know, like, <laughs> like I want this. He probably he was probably like the guy with the three million deal bank, like you <laughs> you mentioned earlier. But like ten years, I don't know, because I change every so often, change mm-hmm. my change a group of friends, change my interests. Mm-hmm. But definitely want to be comfortable. Comfortable. What do you mean by comfortable? Like, when I say <coughs> before traveling, I just, like, have, like, the home and everything set, and, like, at least have that set, and then mm-hmm. family? I don't know yet. That that just happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, like, but, like, you're 30. You should have, like, a kid by then, though. Is, is that, like, how the how the rules go? The social <laughs> rules? <laughs> like, the social rules, like, 30, have a kid? That's weird. There's not, I've seen people with 50 have a kid, so. Imagine, 10 years from now, you have a kid. 10 <laughs> years is not a lot. <laughs> think like, about it. Ten years, yeah, ten years ago, you you were, you were like what, twelve? Twelve. Yeah, bro. Middle <laughs> school. Damn, ten years from now, you're gonna have a little, a little Zeke. I'm like, oh no, this. But I'm just, always say if I had kids, I had to train them to be like the best of everything. Like, yeah, how are you talking? You you make it sound like he's trying to be like a Pokemon trainer. You're talking about training them, like. <laughs> nah, it's more like just have like the best, like have the most confidence, so like the best problem solving, like do like, so I don't have to worry. Like I, I gave them the most all the tools they need, and it's up to them. They up to them to figure out how they're gonna use them. That's dope. You know, you know, I have a problem with that. That like, like you, everyone's saying the same shit, and that that scares me because it leads into the whole argument of like the future thing. Because if everyone's competing, that means everyone's gonna be like a master in programming. If everyone's a master in programming, <laughs> that means AI is gonna like just take off. <laughs> AI takes off. My kids are gonna be left out with a job. <laughs> I probably might have to retire early just because because <laughs> literally there'll be no jobs. I mean, they can do whatever they want. I just want them to know like just conflict management, problem solving, and just have the most confidence to like, be able to survive in this world because the world is like forever changing. No, yeah. absolutely. It's also not fair and it's also just you got to just be able to think on your feet and do whatever situation comes to you. No, I feel you. I feel you. I think that's that's a good... That's a good base to, to have your kids kind of grow off of. I'll see. I'll see. Shit. Sure. I, even know how I'll, <clears throat> I don't even know how I'll raise my kids, to be honest. Oh, I don't yeah. even know if I'm going to be in this country, to be honest, either. Like, I think about it, the way this shit's turning out. I'll probably move to, like, Europe or something. Well, like, short term, I want to have, like, a place in New York and a place in Brooklyn. Oh, you want to stay in New York? Probably, yeah. Just, like, at least, like, I'll say that, like, 75% of the time. They have, like, a place in California. Oh, money. Cause, <laughs> because I'm um, like, with the podcast, like, my main problem right now is space. Right. Find a place to do it. So I have a place in Brooklyn, a place in Manhattan. 
if people want to do it there, then that's good. Then California has like to Hollywood and everything right there. So right. If I, you got people like celebrities and shit. Yeah. And if I need a place to stay, I have a place to stay over there. I have a have a mostly use. But we're in Cali, like LA, you mean? Probably or like. Mm. I feel like, yeah, somewhere still. in the middle of California, so I either go up Sacramento all of them, and then go down, mm. and then like just have that's like the plan, like the middle, like the mid plan. What's a what's a what's a random state you uh, to you? A random state. A random state and city. Like the most random state and city you could think of. Montana. That's random to me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> I was. I was honestly expecting somewhere in the Midwest, like like Kansas or. Uh, damn, I'm trying to pull. I'm pulling Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. There's like way too many states. City wise, it's like fifty of them. It's too many. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we kept taking. We. I'm, I said not we. The Americans kept. It. Well, I guess we're American. Bro, like imagine you being on PS4 and someone from Kentucky's talking to you, like. <laughs> You're playing 2K and a guy is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, what's good? You're like, yeah. I'm, I'm here in Louisville. What? Fuck. <laughs> you have a PS4 out there? Yeah, <laughs> yes, sir, we do. You have internet? Facts. Like, bro, I'd be thinking, like, how, how people. Because, like, there was this game we used to play, uh, DC Universe. You ever heard yeah. of that? Stupid, best underrated game of all time. Best, 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 best. I wish I could play it to this day, but I don't got the time. Yeah. Um. And people will just be online, like, on the server from bad different places. Like, I have a best friend right now who's living in I- Idaho. I say best friend because, like, literally, we went, through it. we went through it all. Like, we went through, like, fights with each other online and shit. But, like, he's a real guy. Like, I, I eventually, like, we shared Facebooks and stuff. Like, he has a whole family. Like, he, mm-hmm. he has a kid right now, two kids. And, like, he's he's working, like, in, in like, some electric. He's, like, an electrician or some shit. Beautiful family and all that, yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> the whole life together. Honestly, yeah. He, he even liked like some of the stuff I post. I like, graduated from high school. He, he keeps up with me. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I should probably add him on LinkedIn. Probably might do that after this. Actually, yeah. I think about it. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Fifty states. Like I'm just thinking about it, like imagine like you do really do people really think about like other people in other states like yeah, probably half the time. No, huh? we, New York or consider it. You know what I mean? Like we think about Florida. Like what the fuck's happening in Florida right now? They're probably flooding. Flooding, like, all the crazy shit. But, California like, is probably on fire. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, like... Texas is what I need, but I also need to get property in Texas, because that's growing. Texas? Yeah, Texas is, is an interesting place. Like, a lot of, like, uh, businesses over there um, are starting to, like, have, like, their, their, their corporate corporations there. Yeah. And uh, now, like, even, like, now, like, some of the, some of our guys, like, from Seek are moving there because of, like, uh, like, consulting and stuff. Yeah. So... Yeah, dude. But um, yeah, I gotta I gotta start heading out yeah, for uh, class. Yeah, so like, thank you for coming to the podcast. And no, nah, it's, it's great to be here, man. Like, last question is, what would you name your origin story? I'll go on my IG handle because I'm I'm quirky like that. Power of Ken, yeah. <laughs> for the power of Ken, have that on Netflix. It's gonna be a special, right? You're gonna have the same people you've seen in like ton of hits. Like, uh, you're gonna have Luke Cage there. You know, acting like uh. As Zeke playing Zeke in it, like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Is anything you want to promote anything like that or? Um, no, nah, I guess you can follow my IG handle, like Power of Ken. Follow me on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I typically post like a ton of like um my my professional slash like uh funny things. Like if you not if you, if you don't catch me like in my suit like networking or like doing like technological stuff, then you're gonna catch me like like making fun of like my friends. 
Um, and like just sharing dope stuff. Like I'm really, really into like tech, fashion, and music, um, and art, but not like uh, street art. Mm-hmm. No, street art is cool. But I'm like I'm starting to get into like the the old like P- uh, Picasso, Michelangelo, a lot mm-hmm. of like famous European arts, and like trying to like really get my head around that. But nevertheless, <laughs> uh, follow me on IG, Power of Ken. And um, yeah, man, I, I uh, hopefully uh, in like your hundred hundredth episode special, like I'll, I'll be around and we can redo this. <laughs> yeah, wish you much success to this. You too, brother. Yeah, bro. All right, peace. Let's get out of here. That brings another episode of the Let's Get Podcast so close. Again, you can follow Ken at his Instagram, Power of Ken. And this is the last episode of season one. You can get more information on what's coming next for the podcast in the closing episode, which will premiere on the same day as this episode. I hope you continue your day, and I hope to see you there.